0: Good morning, Sonship, and welcome to Saturday Morning Practical Applications Call, where we gather to talk about what we've learned through the week and how to apply it to our daily lives. So in this holy moment, I'm going to invite us all to hear the beginning of what am I? We are God's son, complete and healed and whole and shining in the reflection of his love. In us is His creation, sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. In us is love perfected, fear impossible, and joy established without opposite. We are the holy home of God Himself. We are the heaven where His love resides, and we are His holy sinlessness itself. For in our purity abides His own. Amen. All right, so who wants to share a shift or a miracle that happened this week?
1: This is Josie. I had a shift that happened just this morning. Um, you know, this is my first time through the workbook, and all throughout, it was when when Christ was mentioned. I never really knew what it was. I couldn't really get what that meant, and even when we read the section, What is Christ? I, I didn't get it, but somehow today, when I in the lesson today when when he was when it was saying I have but one purpose to be given to that all these things have one purpose but to be given to Christ I just was so frustrated. I said, Well how am I supposed to give it if I don't even know what that I, I don't really get what that is and how it relates to me and uh, he said just go back the what is the Christ? And I read the whole thing again, and finally it it clicked for me what the Christ was. And I think that was significant because now I understand, and now when I go back and read other things, I'm going to understand really what the Christ is and how, how it relates to me. So um, I was so happy to get that answer because I was struggling with that, not understanding really what that was. So, um, yay, I got it. Thank you. I'm complete.
0: Oh, that's very nice. Oh, thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jessica.
2: Hi, this is Paula. I know we're supposed to do, you know, if we had shifts of miracles. But like I've said in the past, sometimes they're not the big shifts. It's the little shifts. It's that moment of, you know, you feel yourself slipping into that hole and all of a sudden, you know, you bring Christ to mind and you get that renewed energy or that thought of being, you know, surrounded by love. Because I go through my day saying what we have learn to say in unity you know the prayer of protection like when i'm sitting in heavy traffic and people are zooming all around me and i just say to myself very quietly well inwardly i am you know that what i am it's you know the light of christ surrounds me the light of god the love of god enfolds me and every you know the protection and the, you know the awareness and where I am, God is, and it just brings me right back, and I settle in. So is it a major shift? No, it's just maybe it is major, but it's these are the shifts I feel that happen. Are they miracles? Yes, because my mind is back where it should be. So, uh, it is a work in progress every day, every moment. You know, if it's a major one where I fall on my knees and I say, God, help me, I need a miracle, I do that mentally anyway. I say help all the time. I'll say, help me, Holy Spirit. I, help me to see this differently. Help me not to have this thought. Help me to be in line with you. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes I have to do a little more begging for help. <laughs> but... uh but on another note, and I, I would like you to indulge me, Chris, I'd like to read something that our spiritual leader at unity sent to all of us. Do you mind about Christmas?
0: Oh No, that would be
2: beautiful. Thank you. And, and you'll appreciate this, Chris. You'll hear when I go you know it says, "Dear friends." It is hard to believe that December is already upon us, as well as the season of Advent. Advent has been celebrated by many faith traditions since 400 CE, (laughs) whereby individuals exalt the coming of Jesus, the Christ child, into the world. Metaphysically, we recognize the birth of the Christ child to be the awakening within ourselves to the truth that we are divine during the 4 weeks before christmas we focus on aspects of our spiritual nature to deepen our understanding and ultimately live from a place of knowing that each one of us is an expression of the christ by bringing forth faith peace love and joy we what is that? we emulate the divine as you prepare for Christmas in the coming weeks, behold the Christ as you. it in spiritual consciousness, you radiate your God essence and bring forth the Christmas spirit in all that you do. I believe the poem written by Warren Meyer depicts this beautifully. You are Christmas every time you smile and help to make the world a brighter place. You are Christmas every time you laugh and let the sound join with all the happy music of the world. You are Christmas every time you speak a word of faith to some fearful soul along an unpaved road. You are Christmas every time you pray a prayer for those who need your special blessing. You are Christmas every time your loving hand goes out of the way to give that extra special service, you are Christmas. Isn't that beautiful? I had to share that with all of you. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, very Paula,
3: nice. that beautiful, Paula. Thank you.
2: So beautiful. Yeah, we are, so beautiful Yeah, we 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 are blessed with Angela Denton who's our spiritual leader now she's going to eventually be the reverend but she's not quite there but she she's a course student she has studied the course so when she does her services she doesn't say or go to you know with true course words because unity looks at not that it comes it comes from a different angle but the other day last Sunday service, she were, used the word illusion. <laughs> and that you don't hear too much in the unity services. So she she's very progressive in unity as far as taking it further than what unity has taken it in the past. So we're, Carol and I are very excited about this. So So she puts this You know, she puts words together so well. And so this was hers to us. So I shared it with you. Thank you for letting me do that. I'm complete.
0: Thank you. Beautiful.
3: Yeah, thank you, Paula. That was beautiful. Thank you.
4: It's nice when you see the course... sliding into most of the things that need it badly and unity doesn't really need it but it's the place where you'll probably notice it coming from the outside and slowly enveloping it. i complete. It's Rob again. One one of the Unity ministers is a um, mainstay in course um, in in. And of course, being brought up to date, um, his wife, Judith, uh, and he run a, a group called uh Bridge University on uh, the internet. And they are constantly bringing the uh, the Christ up to date. He, he unfortunately could not do it in the church, and they ask him to leave because he was speaking from the Course more than he was speaking from Unity. And uh, it's just a slow transition being made, complete. I have a beautiful uh, miracle story from Christmas that happened to Clarice and I. Oh, great. Um, My continuance of the Gerson therapy involved adding Dr. Koch's materials to the therapy that I teach. So in In nineteen eighty six I gathered all his books together, and we went to a Christmas service in uh Danbury, a town near uh where I lived in new milford connecticut and uh in the service, my wife was um greatly pleased by the fact that um, I had to put up with the the blessing of the congregation is done by dipping a um, fir tree branch into a large basin of water and throwing the holy water over the whole congregation. So she knows I don't really like to get wet, particularly when I'm dressed up, but... We got pretty wet, and the books all got splashed with the water, and I was quite happy. Now This is a Lutheran celebration, and Dr. Koch was Lutheran, and um, his German background is naturally where he came from. So we go home, and I realize, oh, I forgot one of the books. So, to complete the evening, I wanted to read from the book while I was doing an implant. So, I put the book in the bathroom, sitting on the edge of the um, the bathtub, and Clarice came in and took her clothes off and got ready for bed, and I was going to do um, one of the procedures that is part of the, the therapy that I did. And I I fixed the coffee to take it in to do a, a, a caffeine implant. And there, on the book that I forgot, lays a piece of fir branch still wet with the holy water I could not believe what I was seeing. I hadn't failed to bless all of his books. And somehow, Clarice had brought back it in her hair or on her clothing. And there it was on the book. I was was blown away. I didn't read. I just sat there and thought about that. I'm complete. Great story, Rob. Thank you. That's great. Thank you, Rob. It's so much fun when you see it happen. Thank you, Rob. hmm I'm in joy
1: Thanks,
3: whenever I think about
4: it. I just you see Dr. Cope developed his therapy by asking the Holy Spirit what to do even though he was the premier scientist of the world. Ran the Dow Chemical Organization. But he was humble enough to recognize that Jesus was the greatest healer. I'm complete. Thank you.
3: And when Dr.
4: Koch applied the therapy that Jesus had helped him develop, the persons enjoyed good health for years and years and years. They got over every form of debilitating condition that they had. And... It it just shows you that there is no difficulty in miracles. There is no order of difficulty in miracles. They all, everything they had went away. They had perfect help. When it was applied to animals, the same thing happened. The animals could withstand weather that would bother other animals. They had no diseases. There was just perfection applied.
1: this is josie rob Rob's story reminds me of when i of the lesson today about using all of our hearts and our, and, and our tongue and our you know what we say and all to to, to come from the Christ in me rather than an um, you know as a Catholic, you have the little water that when you go in you bless yourself and when you go out you bless yourself and I always would do the sign of the cross with the water you touch the the spots for the sign of the cross but then I would also put it on my mouth because the most trouble I've always gotten in my life was from my mouth and what I would say and just some harsh nasty bossy ways you know that I that I that I feel that I have and So I would always put the holy water on my mouth in the hopes that I would just shut up. But now um, I can look at it a different way because I can think where, when I feel something coming forth that I'm going to say, I hope that I can feel where it's coming from. And if it's not coming from the Christ in me, which I now know is there, that I could curtail those words and, and... say something better so um, thank you that was just I just re- was reminded of that I'm complete
4: oh how nice oh how yeah. nice to thank think that way that's yeah. wonderful that's the saying in the gospel of Thomas about the Holy Spirit Um, it's an answer to a number of questions that the disciples asked. The disciples said, Do you want us to fast? How shall we pray? What foods may we eat? Shall we give to charity? Jesus responded when they asked, do not lie nor do what you dislike, for all things are clear before heaven. And then, that's the sixth saying, but later on in the fourteenth saying, which is the saying just before, between, just between the saying about Jesus and God, the connector between saying 13 and saying 15 is 14. And it says, if you fast, you will bring sin upon your bodies. If you... If you give to charity, you will harm your ego spirit. If you... Um can't think of the other one. Then it finally gets to, if you go into any, when you go into any country, eat what they put before you and heal their sick. For it is not what goes into your mouth that may harm you. Rather, what may come out of your mouth. So if you're asking the Holy Spirit, you won't have the trouble of making an error when you're in a new place, a place different than your own. complete.
0: Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Um, I would like to not make a mistake in an old place. me go. Let me I get it. i honest with you. I'm like, and I'm convinced because I've been hearing this message all week, eat eat whatever correctly is. And it's the holidays and there's lots of sugar and the food is dense. And I find myself like just Two seconds ago, very irritated. Like, my husband keeps coming in. I'm like, I'm on the call. Leave me alone. And I'm like, that is, that is so not the Christ in me. Thank you, Josie. So I pulled it over. <laughs> and, like, and I'm wondering if it's because it's, I feel so right now human. I'm tired. I was at a really fun party last night. But right now, I'm just cranky. And I'm like, is, where's the Christ in me? Like, why, 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 you know, all that crap. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just need a nap, please.
3: (laughs) Uh, This is great. Chris, I think it's like yesterday when we were talking about people and Carl said a thing about just allow things to be the way they are. You know, to me it's the same thing. When I get like that, I think, okay, this is the way I am right now. Okay, help me. I got to let it go and let it be the way it is and, you know, I wanted to tell about a shift that I just had (laughs) about an hour ago. (laughs) Uh, My husband and I, you guys know, we do art. And for the past four days, we've had a preparing and then yesterday had a major uh, photo shoot. And my husband, I've always thought of my husband as a very difficult person. He had a very horrible childhood, a lot of mental problems, been hospitalized a lot, but I've always sort of, Forgive Can you guys hear me? Is this too loud? I'm driving.
0: No, it's perfect. No, okay. it's perfect.
3: Okay. And he's been hospitalized. He's on a lot of medications, suicide attempts. So I've always felt sorry for him. So anyway, I um, had to take him back down to the studio this morning. And he snapped at me. And I have, in my mind, broken I just done everything I could the past four days to make this a easy situation, and I just flipped. I was so angry with him because, to me, it always seems like he goes out of his way to make me feel bad. So anyway, I got in the car, and I was serious. I had enough hemp, you know, and then I started thinking, oh, God, all his problems, terrible childhood, blah, 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 I feel so sorry for him, I should call him so he doesn't have a bad day, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, I realized that this was not helpful. This was not the way to look at people with that new thought system. The new thought system saw us on the same level. I realized that I had been looking down at him because of the things that happened to him, and I was not seeing him as a child of God or with spirit or anything like that. I was seeing him as a person that majorly needed help, and I would feel sorry for him. So I got on the call. I decided, you know, I'm not going to call him and do what I usually do. I'm going to see him as an equal, a child of God as me, just like we had to read the paragraph the other day, and we, I had to read it as you are. So I started saying that, no, you are, you are that, you are that. Not I'm this and I feel sorry for you. So the funny thing is I got on the call and all of a sudden the phone rang and it's my husband who never out calls me and said he's sorry about anything. And he said he was sorry, snapped and making sure I was okay. It was so weird, you know. But I realized it's the first time I realized that what I had my ego thought system about him was not helpful. You know, the new thought system, who am I, who is he, was going to be the one that was going to be helpful. Anyway, that was the first time
4: I ever looked at him that way, and I think it helped a lot. I'm
3: I'm complete.
4: Perfect, perfect. You see, ego minds do not connect. They are the epitome of unconnection. Whereas, when you look at him through the Christ mind, it is connection immediately. And he he felt that and responded to it. We can do that with everyone. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah.
3: Thank you.
4: Let, let me give you Let me give you another example. I had a car that was supposed to be repaired by by a repairman. He he kept that car seven years, and and I had paid him in advance for the repair. That was the mistake. But I tried to look at this in as unbiased a manner as possible. But the moment I replaced that vehicle with another vehicle and this man saw that I was not going to continue to give him any money to finish fixing the car, he reported it as an abandoned vehicle and took it to an impound, had it taken to an impound place. So I had no idea. He didn't inform me. He he wasn't up front with me i found it accidentally at an impound place and i and i tried to tell the woman that ran the garage the impound place what happened she said listen i don't want to hear anything about what your problem with and i said no ma'am I'm, I'm just trying to help you with the car and she said, now, listen, you don't come here and give me your troubles. And I said, yes, ma'am, I, I just want to try to help you with the car. I, I, I know that I own a car, and I, I, want to... I had to say that about 80 times. And finally, it's as if a light went on inside her mind. And she said, what did you say? <laughs> I, I said, yes, ma'am, I understand Exactly what you mean. I just want to try to help you dispose of the car. Oh well. All right then. I mean, she she did a complete about face and began to help me. <laughs> and I had no more trouble with it. She she was there was going to be a big charge for the storage of the car. No, she just wiped that out. All I did was pay for the towing and got my stuff out of the car and helped her. Um, uh, turned the car in and she was happy as can be. It just took it just took perseverance with with the right mental attitude of being helpful to her. I'm complete.
3: Thank you, Rob. Thank you. That's
4: good.
1: Thank you, Rob and thank you Ann, for your share. I it was so nice to hear and to see how um it yeah. turned around. You turned it around um, yourself. That's a good example of, that I'm going to use for like waiting, waiting a minute before I do anything. Thank you. Very helpful. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: Fran, it reminds me of when Reverend Pam says you, you are perfectly assigned to whoever you're sub- in that moment and it's so it's so exciting when I hear other when I hear like you go through stuff i'm like, Oh wow, like if she can do it there's hope for me. You know what I mean that's why I love this call
3: It oh, just, me too
0: it just makes me, me feel like, oh, like Josie, when you were sharing today the Christ mind I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I keep forgetting that like and i can't i and all week long it's not so much that I'm beating myself up it's just that so for those of you who weren't involved with the call last year, we had a, one of our members was um, it was a very combative experience. There's a lot of attacking, um, a lot that you see in, in in churches, a lot of preaching, a lot of you do as I say kind of stuff. And I and none of us knew how to handle it. And and I just wonder what would have happened if we had just done everything that we're learning like a year later, if we had just Relaxed into the Christ mind of the experience and not reacted to it if the problem would have just resolved itself, I don't know i'm just I wonder I'm complete but right. yeah I get you know it's
3: it's funny i when I think about my husband and we were just married for fifty years. And it definitely has not been, uh, you know, walk in the park, but I have benefited so much, and we had a party. And my son gave this beautiful speech about how unnormal we were, (laughs) not average. And I only could think of one thing I could say to my husband, and I said, I could never have been happier with anyone else. And he said, are you kidding me? Are you serious? And it was so funny and we laughed. But I thought about that how we are assigned people. People are assigned us. And you have to sort of stay with that until you learn your lesson, I suppose. And, you know, and in some way last year, I mean, I was there last year for that experience. And I guess the fact that we're still talking about it, we're still learning from it. I'm complete. Hmm. You very, know very beautiful. I don't know yeah. how long things are going to last.
1: Thank you, friend. Chris, I. This is Josie. I um. I wasn't on the call last year, and and um. So I don't know. What how the how the person was or what was going on, but I've I've always found that you know there be um, at, at least for me in a group I would like there to be some loving rules or loving guidelines so so that I could I could use them to to. Um, sort of, like, work with myself so that if if I have qualities that wouldn't fit in, that I would know that for this group, these are the guidelines, like if, and and I think in this group, they're not spoken or written, and sometimes I wonder maybe if they were, it would be easier, but like in this group i feel that there's the guidelines are like um no teaching you know so like if i felt an urge to do a teaching piece no this group is about loving sharing um another guideline that i feel has come here like an unspoken guideline you know that everything Everything I would share would be about me, and that in that I would be helping myself, and then I would be helping the other people, like if someone else got something out of it. So I, I, I do feel there are um, uh, rules, uh, guidelines in this group that for me, have been hugely helpful for control, for controlling that's a bad word to use, but um, Guiding myself, because my ego would want to jump in and do all these things that don't fit into the group, but by having the the guidelines, um, it's not. And then when there are the guidelines like that, hold on. um, If someone called me on it, it wouldn't be out. I'm sorry about that. It wouldn't be out of place for me, and I would say to myself, "Oh, I was, you know, I was veering out of the guidelines. Thanks for reminding me to, you know, reel me back in." And and so then it wouldn't be hard for me to hear if someone was just merely reminding me of the guideline. I I guess I'm trying to say these unspoken guidelines are comforting to me in this group, and um, I know they're not. Official, but I'm feeling them, and, and I I find that that is a safety net for me. That if someone else is going out of the range, that somebody else might be able to pull them in and keep the group to the focus. At it to the focus that it is. I don't know. I'm rambling now, but uh, I'm grateful for the unspoken guidelines here. Thank you. <laughs>
0: thank you josie um we did We did have guidelines um, but I guess I get they became unspoken because when you see the Christ mind in everyone you don't need them uh so i'm just i i, I what, is it Fran or Josie or whoever said it it's just you're right. the lesson for me is not yet learned because I'm still trying to unravel it, and maybe because I was the one that made the call to the to the member and said you know we you need to you need to um." Respect the guidelines, and I, you know, this—it's so weird because it's not the answer. Just isn't clear because like, half of me says. You know, I love that Reverend Regia play. I keep calling that. Like, you meet everyone exactly where they are. And if someone feels the need they need to attack and be that, that's okay. That's where they are. I don't need to judge that. And then there's another part of me. when, when, When there is a community, there needs to be guidelines and rules so everyone feels safe. But who am I to enforce that is the whole point that I'm really struggling with and not getting clear answers on. I'm not asking it right. Or I'm eating too much sugar and I can't hear it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I hear you, Chris. This is Ida. Good morning. I mean, if I were answering that question and I were in your place, I would say exactly the same thing you just said, too.
4: I'll complete. Love doesn't conquer all, but it does set all things right.
1: This is Josie, Can I see it? I guess for me, and I'm a nurse, so all my life I've been around people that, you know, when you're in the nurses' role, people are doing things outside of, like, guidelines, so to say, that that are making their conditions worse. Um, so, it, in a way, if someone is, hurting themselves or the others by what they're doing, what they're eating, or whatever. Um, in a loving way, we, we would always say, well, you know, your your blood sugar is high this week. What did you eat? And then they would outline, like, the whole spiel of all the bad, you know, the the naughty stuff that they eat. So then if if you didn't say anything... Then they would maybe continue eating, and then the next week, the blood sugar would be more off the scale and um, uh, like that, or if they were trying to lose weight, and they didn't exercise and and you didn't say anything um, so I don't know to me in a loving way it, uh, relating to to people in a way that I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm gonna be quiet now. Goodbye, I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking. Carry on.
3: Well, I remember on our grand teachers we talked about well, mentioned different forms of government. There was a court a form of government that I don't remember the name they gave to us, but it was
1: self government. But you know, it would like well everybody's in their God's valve and everybody
3: knows they're one. But all they're coming up with with is things that, you know, benefit the whole, not just themselves alone. And I, I realize that's not necessarily
1: what we're working with here. We're trying to figure out what to do and have guidelines when that isn't the case. So they come up with something just for themselves alone. But I just wanted to, to mention that because that just seemed like a hopeful thing to me. here. I just wanted to talk. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you, Uncle great. Thank you, Ida. I just heard myself say, um, I got that if I don't if 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 I don't like what's going on or I'm frustrated by um, something that I would just leave the call and not worry about. What the other people are doing, and I guess that was my answer—that that's what I should do if if something is bothering me, or I feel someone is straying away. It's my nature to real to to bring them back in. I guess it's because I'm I'm a medical person, and it, you can't I you just can't let the person go down the wrong. See, even that's not right. So anyway, what I just got was shut up, don't say anything, and and leave the call. And that's your way to work with it. So that's what I just got for myself. And see, it's all about each person managing. You know, me managing myself. So maybe that, I w- everything I said was wrong. And and I hope it could be erased in your minds that I didn't say because. What I want to be left with is what I just said. Now, the
0: most recent um, part. <laughs> Thank you, Josie. It sounds like my brain when you're talking. <laughs> it's like this is this is what I know. the 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 The, the answer is there is no answer. That <clears throat> excuse me. Everyone comes from. Everyone is a holy child of God. And for me to see, or for anyone to see anyone uh, any other way, is through the ego eyes so I get this I just have a problem applying it <laughs> oh my god it sounds so silly when I talk sometimes why I laugh it's just like really you're questioning the issue or why you can't learn this it's so crystal clear but when it comes to that experience like with today's lesson you know you have a physical body to execute everything that you've learned but somehow the disconnect just I don't know, from point A to point B it falls apart and I don't know why, I'm complete.
4: It doesn't sound like to me that you fall apart, it sounds like you're quite together and you understand the principles that is tr- trying to be taught by the Course. I, I just think that what you're looking at is internal impatience. Um, internal impatience is a sort of... Um, self-scoring type of ego mind. And it doesn't recognize that all time is one time and is eternity. And so when, when you see elements that you think are yet to be corrected. All you're doing if you were looking at it through your Christ mind is saying, I will get there. I I am there now, but not complete. And looking at it that way, you're giving yourself confidence that you're going to obtain, you're going to attain that level. Whereas when you look at it as being inadequate of, at the moment, you're merely looking at it through your ego mind. It's a, it's a position of viewing that you're doing. And so you can easily change that by asking the Holy Spirit. To show you the picture of the truth of yourself and and you can do that with others too. If someone is criticizing you in a manner that you do not feel is at all appropriate, it just it really doesn't reflect your intention, then when you look at it through your Holy Spirit mind, you know that they haven't quite attained where they're going to be a little bit later. And you're still their friend. And and you still love them. So you can love yourself by looking at your own position through the Christ mind. Raj says you are never... Behind or approaching the point of perfection, you are always exactly at the point of perfection. I'm complete. If I didn't make that clear, ask me about it.
1: Thank you, Robin, and um, that, that was a nice, that was a good piece of teaching, but for me, I feel worse now, because I was expressing something from the depths of me, you know, about how I feel, and then a piece of teaching came at me in a group where I thought it was okay to say what what I feel. And so I feel now that what I said was wrong. So I'm going to go now and I'm going to stop at the church and ask the priest for a gallon of that holy water and I'm going to drink it because I... I um, I I just now shouldn't have said what I just said, but um so I'm I'm going and I'm gonna drink again. Well I was
4: just telling about you my personal feelings
1: about it, huh? It didn't sound uh, personal to me though. You were you were saying it in a way that that was more like a, a teaching and I again I can only say for me when when I'm in a mode of feeling of, you know, where I put, put something out and I feel vulnerable and someone comes in at me with a teaching, then I feel like they felt that something I said wasn't, wasn't taken in, wasn't received or accepted, and that somebody felt like they have to teach me something so that I don't feel that way. And I know this is all, uh, this is all how I operate, but again... Um, I, I venture to, to share in those ways because I feel that it's a sharing group. But again, I have to reevaluate that it's not. Maybe it isn't, and, and, and then I and then I get I, I feel I feel like I'm being taught, and I I didn't really wasn't asking to be taught. I was I was asking for my feelings about something to be, you know, received and shared and so I, I have to rethink my configuration of how I act in the group because I'm I become I'm I today I'm a terror in the group. So um I hope everybody has a good day and, and um maybe I'll be able to come back tomorrow. Thank you all.
3: Oh, I, was, Josie, I was sharing. And yeah, I really I, wish you wouldn't leave. Yeah, me too, Josie. To God.
1: No, but, but I'm I'm going to go oh. because I, I feel, what? I oh, no. I love the group and I feel like now I'm like an alien. So no. I, I'm going to go. Maybe I would no, feel better. But Josie, but
3: We've all felt that way. We've all felt the way you feel. I felt that way. Everybody on this call has felt like they wish they hadn't said what they had said at one time or the other, we have all felt that way. I get it. I know how you feel. And you, you know, you want to go and come back. That's great. But I'm telling you right now, don't think you're alone because we all feel that way. Oh my God. Some of the things I've said, you know, but don't worry about it. I thought it was interesting. I thought you were sharing. You know, I like it when people are open and honest about their feelings. And I think, I think Chris She's here. I think she does too, right?
2: And I do. This is Paula. Yeah,
4: yeah, Paula. Yeah. I was describing what I what I do in my own mind. Uh, I was describing what I learned from the course and and what I do. I had just described it before in a uh, in, in a um, situation when I was talking about the the car. I'm, okay, I'm Rob, not here to teach anybody anything. I'm here to share things.
2: Josie? I
1: guess I'm sensitive to... I, I don't know. I'm, Josie,
2: can I share with you? Sure. I, I get that reaction, too. Something in me comes up when somebody is saying something that I'm taking as, I'll use the word, teaching Like it's their way, my way is wrong. I'm being honest. I shut down. So, you know, we process and you of all people because you know where you and I had gone to, you helped me go one day and I was so thankful Where you held my hand on a call and you took me somewhere within myself that was, you helped me in so many ways. And... And I appreciated that and the way you did it. And you know, we we're all on this call with our own inner fears, doubts, ego egoic thoughts. And I could be going along listening to a call very well and somebody shares and it's like, Oh, I don't even want to hear that And that's okay. And 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 that's what Chris was saying, and that's what we're all learning is that I'm learning to respect other people, other minds, you might say. I'm not saying I'm all the time. Sometimes I shut, I, mentally I shut down because I don't want to hear, because I have my belief. And if you're, and I'll, don't try to instill your belief on me. I'm being honest, very honest. And I, but then I know I have to respect that we're all going through this dream state or whatever with a lot of baggage that we've been carrying for a long time, at least for me. See, I should, see. that's the one thing I'm learning. I, we don't talk. You know, I speak for me. And if it resonates with somebody, great. If it doesn't, it was meant for whatever reason for me to say it, to share it. I don't know sometimes. I don't even question. But we don't... Don't let those feelings get in the way, Josie. You're, you know you're a very pivotal person in in our community, and we enjoy you. And if you help, great. If you share, great. Don't 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 turn your back on us. Please don't. I'm complete.
3: I'm, I'm going to second everything Paula said, Josie. Everything she said. That was
0: perfect, Paula. Thank you. And I'm going to third it because, Josie, I just, there's so many times and I, I hear the voice in the back of my head, the things that you have said that have so shifted me. And I was just going to ask you before you go, if you ha- before you uh, have a minute, that I mean, yesterday, because um, when you brought up the Christ mind, it's like I don't know why I can't remember it. Um I walked my daughter out she 's going to take the car out and i 'm in a like a very urban area, and so she had to go up into the garage and get the car and have a key, and yada 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 so she goes out and then I hear a huge crash <clears throat> excuse me, and I started to panic in total fear like i, start, I physically started shaking I screamed i was convinced she was killed i 'm like, what the like what is wrong like I feel insane that I would immediately go right to that fearful place. And then I'm like, Josie, you're in a hospital. I mean, you probably see people like this all the time. And I'm like, what is it about my ego that doesn't trust anything that immediately when, when something appears, and I know in my mind that it's not true that I created this whole fearful section Session. So I just started screaming, okay, then I go to the friend pair, help, 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 SOS, why am I thinking this way? I'm screaming, and then the, the maintenance guy said, no, everything's fine, no one's hurt. I run back upstairs to my apartment, and then I pull out the book, and I start, this is less than 24 hours ago, to be honest with you, and I'm like, okay, calm down, calm down. And then, and then I get frustrated because the answers don't come right away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. the no, police.
3: Oh, but they come eventually. <laughs> eventually. What a bunch we are, but sometimes it takes a while.
1: Thank you, Chris, for sh- for for sharing that. How, how insane I am! <laughs> it's human. It's it's we're you know I'm human and divine, and we're all human and divine. And and Paula, what you were saying to remind me. Of my own you know my own the, the process you know that I love around there and as soon as you said that um, you know she's Paul's talking about a process about the voice listening to the the three different voices that I have um, that we all have maybe um, so for me it, it really came out Paul like there's a, a child voices of, of me that was saying you know, there's the will. There's me, the middle. The, there's me who's here, and then there's there's the higher self. Now I'm going to call it the Christ self on the one side. There's me in the middle, and then there's still these undeveloped parts of me that are still there. And and when you were, when you brought that back to my mind, um, I mean. You want me to do the work right here? I could do it right here as an example of what... Yeah,
0: because I'm... I'm sorry to mean to interrupt. I'm not... Okay. Yeah, oh, can you roll back because I'm not getting the three parts. This is a this is a process...
1: Um, um. I'm starting to call it the voices where just a description of, like, how we're made up on this. That sort of like I'm the middle part. I'm the... I'm who I am here, the one that's like operating sort of the show on on the earth. And then to the, let's say to the right of me is my higher self, my Christ self, my, the Holy Spirit. And then on the other side of me, and we do it, we call like a three chair process where you're in the middle chair. I am who I am on the, on the right chair is the higher self and the Holy Spirit. And then on the left chair would be let's call it the part that's acting up or crying out or whatever so in this case when paula brought that up to me i, I the whole thing in my mind that from the middle place i would say i will move myself over a little bit to the left and say okay well, well first i will ask for the holy spirit's help and guidance that the perception you know of that part is a little bit distorted so can we can i have help in helping the understanding of that part so if i were to say now to the to the part that was just acted up here and said what it said what what do you i would say to it to myself i said to myself what do what, what 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 do you really need what's happening that you know you so, and I let I will let that part of me speak, and here's what that part would say. Because now I move myself over, and I'm list I'm letting that part have free reign, and it's saying, um, I feel it's a child's part, still immature part of me saying. There has to be rules. If there aren't rules in the group, then something's going to happen. If there aren't rules, I'm not going to feel safe. If there aren't rules, somebody's going to do something bad to me. There were never rules when I was a child. And, and so people were able to do bad things to me. And so if there's not rules in this group, then something's going to happen. And, and I'm afraid. And, you know, you're not doing anything about it, saying, speaking directly to me. Is this child? You're not doing anything about it, and nobody ever did anything about it, and so I just let that part just like spill it out. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Really? Oh my. Yeah. And
1: so then then I come back. I move physically move myself say back to the middle chair where here's where I am, and I would just say, you know. To that part of me, you know, you know, thank you for speaking out. You know, I, you know, I heard what what you said and what you felt, and then I will say, Holy Spirit, Christ's mind. You know, what what, what can you say? You know, what can you say to us about you know what what she was feeling, and then. I wait, and then I heard. Um, you know, she doesn't. She doesn't have to be afraid because you, you know, in the middle, me in the middle, you in the middle, you know, will will know what to do, and any of the fears that she has. You know, I will work with you, you know, to alleviate. So, you know, you can tell her that um, you're going to take care of it. Me, and in the middle, that me that's there. That's me. That's my will. That's that's who I am. Um, I will then say to her, you know, you don't um, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about the group. And what happens in the group, I, as the adult, the, the part, you know, that's connected with our higher self and our Christ, I will handle it for you. And I will be able to, you know, manage myself in the group. And um, I have the Holy Spirit to work you know, will work with me, and then I will work with you. And there it is. So now, when that goes on, I, sitting in the middle here, could see that that little part um, doesn't have to worry anymore. I got it handled, and I, I know where my guidance from. That's the whole process where, where we were saying, like, where does that part come up in me that just like comes out of nowhere and starts doing that? In my mind, it's that kind of a setup where that little part still could jump in at any time. And if I don't take over, um, it'll keep going and doing that. So um, thank you so much for, for being an audience for me for that. It's just to, to be able to do that process for myself out loud and really see in front of others that um, that seems real to me that it happens that way. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. Okay, so I have questions. I sorry to, um, to inter- step over anyone. So when does the peace come? Like when, when, it's so hard to ask these questions because, like, I, I'm a, a person that feels things more than I can say them. Like, when you were telling the process of how it goes, so my question is, at what point do you, are you able to, and I'm thinking of the story yesterday like, when I was physically shaken, like, I, you just, I'm so, I was so afraid I couldn't even get to that point of asking my higher mind to help me.
1: Well, oh, sorry, are you there? yeah okay so that's where that's where that middle part comes in that the will like your will, your just dis- say whatever words we can say about it, like your will, your decision maker your um uh Your middle, your middle part would say, "Okay, maybe you can't." Y- your middle part would would recognize. Uh, she's crying. She's shaking. Well,
0: I, 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 I need help. Like, yeah, like you know, at that point, like I'm not in my right mind. So I keep well, thinking Goldilocks when you're telling you this process. Well, it is
1: because when you think about it, like what, what, and if you want to do it right now, it's helpful to just sort of do it a little bit. And do you, you, you want to do a little bit?
0: Right, because it, it's it's that knowing in the middle chair that you're that something isn't right. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's not right. Right. So from, from that,
1: that place, yeah, can you do it now? Can you? The first always process is. You know you can just simply say that you can say it out loud or you can say it to yourself, but make a little contact with your your christ self your holy spirit to say you know i i wanna wanted, i wanna wanted do a little work with um the part that was upset yesterday and and will uh, will you join with me in this work something like that
0: right so, so take holy a minute spirit and do that. Yeah, like help me see the lesson in why I got so afraid yesterday. Oh god, I already know the answer.
1: Yeah, and you connect there. So now from the middle part which is really your will. It's it's right. Go over there to the other place and ask that part you know to to come forth and say a little bit about what was going on and See if it starts to talk on its own or you might It's
0: uh, it. As soon as you said it it shifted. It's it's this this lie I've told myself that I'm not worthy of of having unconditional love. And it shows up in those strangest ways. Yeah. So if you were to give a voice to that and let it speak
1: like as if only you know is it is it a child, is it um
0: it's a, a feeling. It's a heart. It's a fear. Yeah, you know when you, you know when you know something. It's that's true. It's that feeling. Mm-hmm. But what's yeah. so tricky about this whole thing, and that's why I love this exercise, is that when you're in that fear and in your ego, it feels so damn real. I don't care. I don't know about you guys, but when when I'm afraid, it physically feels real. So I love this willingness part to get in that middle chair and just say, "Wait, well, red flag, help." Willing to see this another way, and I I love this this exercise. So thank you very very much. Yeah. So and it's thank you for for going through
1: that because it brought to me that how quick um once you can get into that middle chair. You know, you where you're like that inner parent, that um, uh, that that piece of that part of awareness. How it doesn't take much for, for you to get that. And then, so what would your higher self, or your Christ self, say now to that part that was fearful yesterday?
0: That you have made this whole thing up, and that you are are worthy of not having that experience. You don't I you don't need to go there. It's that cat and mouse game. It's like I really sometimes believe that I would rather be right than have peace. And when I'm saying it out loud I sound crazy. Think about it. Just like this knowing and just having this having you walk me through this exercise as I sit here and understand and hear that voice in me that I am so worthy of peace and joy whenever I want it. But I would pick anything else. Yeah. Hmm. And
1: it's that middle part that's, that gets to make the choice between what Christ is in you is saying and what the fearful part is saying. And And I have seen so much in the course around where he's talking about strengthening that middle part, that will part, where... Dis- you're gonna we can choose between the Christ voice and the the child voice, the wounded voice, the unconscious voice, the mistaken or limited part of us that's still you know like a little bit denser than the rest like that part makes a choice against everything and so um. Mm the will in the middle makes the choice. And I saw you do that right there. Um, So,
0: great work, Chris. Great teaching. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It's a beautiful call, as they all are. Mm. So, would anyone like to offer a prayer for closing? All right. Let me get something.
1: I have something, Chris. Um, okay. Shall I? It's in. It's sort of in relation to to some of the work that this call just ended up up um, being. This is um, this is actually a, a prayer from the Pathwork. Um, very close to some of the, the course so anyway here it is um, Just pulled this out of a thing recognition of the unconscious destructive egotistical self this should not be approached in a spirit of wanting to get it over with as if only Then could life begin. On the contrary, doing this is living at its best. You may begin by asking yourself, what do I really feel at this moment about this or that? In what respect am I dissatisfied? What is it I may look away from? Then, you may request the universal spirit in you to help you toward the awareness of these practical, particular answers. Then, wait trustingly for what may unfold itself. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you.
4: Amen.